Hi, you're listening to Living Life on Purpose, and I'm your host, Matt Wilson. The goal of this show is for us to sit down with successful people who also live a life of purpose. We want you to hear their stories, understand that they've had to overcome adversity, how their faith has played a role, and ultimately we want you to be encouraged by the things that you hear so that you can walk through similar situations. We hope you enjoy. Here in the studio with Shay Bynes. Shay is the founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur and the Chief Fire Igniter. She is a woman of passion and just great faith. And I know that that hearing her story today is really going to encourage you if you're thinking about stepping out and doing something that God has called you to do. So Shay, it is an honor to have you here today. Thanks for inviting me, Matt. Good to be here. Yeah, so uh, Shay and I met at the Heaven and Business Conference in Redding, California in February, and I got to hear some of the things that you're going to hear today. And for me, it was uh, it was great confirmation to hear some of your story because I've, I've walked out some of these crazy things myself. <laughs> and then also to uh, just, it, it challenged me to go even further uh, based on your testimony and the things that you've already experienced in your business. Uh, but another side note, I'm at a networking event called Networking for a Cause on Tuesday, and I meet a young guy, and I'd never met him before. He had sent me a Facebook request, I don't know, probably several months ago, and I said, you know, I think you sent this to me a while back, and he said, um, you know, we had some mutual friends, and we end up, we talk for a few minutes, and then we come back towards the end, and he said, um, have you ever read the book Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur or have you ever heard of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? And I said, are you talking about Shea Bynes? He said, yeah. I said, I met Shea Bynes a month ago and I'm about to interview her on Thursday. (laughs) Uh, So he had read some of your stuff and he was raving about you. And he had actually been at the Heaven and Business Conference in Birmingham when Andy originally came here when I met him. So it was awesome. You know, it's, it's just divine appointments are always yes. so amazing. And, yes, and that are. was one that happened this week revolving around you. And here we are talking today. So that I was pretty it. awesome. I love hearing those stories. Yes. And um, the more you talk to people who are walking out their faith on a daily basis, the more you hear these things. But today we want to hear your story. And you know, first, how did you um, take the leap of faith to start Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? Well, it was an, it's an interesting, I call it the several divine interruptions in my life. So at the time that uh, this all kind of came together, which was in 2012, I was focused on real estate investing. I was consulting those who were coming into the real estate investing business, and I was doing some online marketing as well. So I was just kind of in my flow of doing those things. And one of my real estate friends Uh, reached out to me and he said, you know, I met this woman and I really felt when I met her, like I was supposed to connect the two of you. And I said, okay, great, you know, go ahead. And so he did. And so I hop on the phone with this woman. She lived out in LA and we're having this chat. And the whole time I'm thinking she's really cool, but I don't know why he really felt like we were supposed to be connected. But at the end of that conversation, she says to me, you know, one of my clients I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you with her. And I'm like, okay, you're just going to go down this hole, see where we're headed, right? right. I'm like, okay, sure, you know, go ahead and connect us. So she then connects me with a woman named Antonina Gear. 
lives in South Carolina. And the two of us connected in March of 2012. And when we hopped on the phone, uh, it was like I had known her forever. It was like I had met the friend that I had always wanted. It was a very like immediate kind of connection. Right. And so as we were just kind of getting to know each other just a little bit, it was maybe three weeks in, you know, she was a business owner as well. And so I was just helping her with her stuff. You know, I had her on my podcast I was doing at the time, but I couldn't shake that there was a very specific reason why we met. And so I called her and I was like, you know, uh, her name's Antonina. I said, Antonina, I feel like there's a really specific reason why the two of us met, but I don't know what it is. And she goes, you know, I've been feeling the same way. I said, well, why don't we pray about it and come back in a week? And so we did that. We came back, we chatted and it was like, ah, it's none of those things. I'm like, it's something. I can't shake it. So we're like, let's pray and come back. We did this pray and come back thing like three times. And on that third round, she says to me, Shay, God gave me something some time ago. I wrote it down in a journal. I have no idea what it is, what it's about. But the words are kingdom-driven entrepreneur. And when she said it, it was like my spirit left. And what flew out of my mouth was that's a community, that's a movement, and it starts with a book. And Matt, just so you know, I had no idea what I was talking about. That's just what flew out of my mouth in the moment. And so we were both equally shocked. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, oh. (laughs) And so we're like, well, let's talk to God about what is this? Like, what is a king? We didn't even know what a kingdom-driven entrepreneur meant, to be really honest with you. We were two Christians who happened to love Jesus and were business owners, but we didn't know what the words, those very intentional words, kingdom-driven entrepreneur meant. So for the next six months, you know, it was us uh, these two strangers in two different states getting to know one another and spending time with the Lord on what is this thing that you've called us to, to start, to do? And what is a kingdom-driven entrepreneur? What's your heart concerning this community and movement that's to be a book, that's starting with a book? And so we spent that six months or a handful of those months of those six months writing this book. And it was it was just, everything about it is just weird because here I'm writing a book with someone who I just met Also, I know that I'm supposed to be starting a business with this person whom I just met. Uh, We signed an operating agreement for a business that we had no idea what it was other than a community and a movement that starts with a book. And we launched in November of 2012. The reason why I could, it's people hear the story and they're like, that's so crazy. Like, why would you sign an operating agreement with a stranger? Like, why would, like, that's not even wise. But I couldn't deny God's hand all over every step of the Mm -hmm. way. There was nothing natural about the whole process from the beginning to the time that I met her through that moment to the time we launched. Everything was so God breathed that I couldn't deny it. So the reason why I had the faith to start was because I could not deny that God was all in it. And if you understand, if you don't know me, I I was a software engineer, so logic meant a whole lot to me. Before, after that, I was a project manager. So, you know, organization, things making sense, risk mitigation, all of those things were that was in my DNA. That was my corporate career. So, none of this stuff made sense for me. So, so when I'm saying that this was undeniably God, you know that for someone like me, it was a major step of faith to do that. But I couldn't shake that this was God. So 
the the first thing that came to my mind as you were saying you went back three times you know i immediately thought of elijah when he sent his servant and he said i want you to go and check and see if there is a rain cloud and he went back yeah. he was like i didn't see anything he said go back he went back again i didn't see anything go back and you came back you knew that there was something there but you continued to pursue it until you got that word from god that you didn't even know what what that meant but you spoke it because right. it flowed through you as Holy Spirit, just coming up with this idea and, and connecting what he already knew was supposed to be connected. And you two had no idea, but that's what prayer and that's what pursuing the things that God places inside your heart does. And so when he gives us an idea, it may not make any sense to us, uh, but as long as it makes sense to you and it makes sense to him, and then you've got you know, godly counsel that's saying, hey, that I get it. Uh, that's what really matters because, I mean, there are so many people right now that have God-sized dreams that are in their hearts that they're not pursuing because of fear or because they don't have that godly counsel saying, that makes sense to me. It's not going to make sense to everybody. But you knew that that God was calling you to do something. Walk me through that because, again, that that's your background. You know, IBM, being an yeah. engineer, this stuff is is not your normal method of operation. So take us back to that. Right. Yeah. And that actually, me leaving my job was actually the type of step of faith that helped build a foundation for me to take the step of faith to start Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. So when in 2009, when I was writing out my goals, uh, which is what I did January every year, and it's the only time I talked to God about my goals, and it was only to tell him what I but I wanted right. it to ask him to bless them. It's real so when I did that in January, 2009, it was the first time that I felt like the Lord was speaking to me about my, about my goals. And he said to me, uh, you're going to be leaving your job by June of 2010. And I was like, okay, I don't know how that makes sense. Cause I can't see a path there based off of where I was at the time and how well I was doing in my corporate career. So I was like, I don't see the path, but I feel like God's saying this to me. So I'm going to write it down. So I wrote it down and throughout that year, I always had business on the side. So I was focused on growing my business on the side while working in my career, but I had this really long checklist of things and they were very wise things, things that I would advise anybody to have in place before, you know, um, moving out of a career, you know, to go into full-time entrepreneurship. But that's just not what the Lord had for me because there were some things I needed to walk through. I needed to know who he was for real. And so even though I had my list of all these wise things, like this much money in the bank, you know, this much money being made in the business, this, like, you know, all these wise things, even though I had that list, I couldn't seem to get through that list, but I couldn't shake that God was asking me to leave. My husband had already given me his blessing. And so I go into 2010 and it was April. And I was at this business conference and it was the last day of the conference and I was headed just ironing my shirt, getting ready to go out. And I heard from God, like I had never, ever heard from God before. And to be honest, I haven't even heard from him like this uh, since. And it was one word and it was go. And it's like, I could hear it with every part of me. And I knew what the go was about because he'd been talking to me about it for several months now. And so I knew what the go was. The next, I was so shook. I called my husband. I was like, God said, it's time to go. He's like, well, that's fine. You know, I blessed this a long time ago. And so I, um, I left because God, the thing was, it didn't make sense. And in the midst of me, like wanting it to 
wanting it to happen a certain way, I'm saying, God, please let them lay me off. Then I can get a year's right. worth of severance. Then I can have health insurance. I can have all these things. And in the midst of my plan, my, my path that I think will make it work, you know, people get laid off and I get promoted. So it's like God laughed at my plans, you know? And so it was just kind of walking that thing out. And I had never heard from God like that before. And so I couldn't shake it just like I couldn't shake it when I met Antonina two years later. I couldn't shake it. And it was just those types of moments when you're like, this is undeniably God because I haven't experienced this before. Like it was so different from what I had experienced. I knew it was him. And then there was always a confirmation as we moved. And so as long as I could see him in the midst of it, it gave me the ability to walk things out, even if they didn't really make sense to me logically. Oh, absolutely. And I think that when you have those encounters with him and you have those undeniable moments that you know that he is right there in your situation, that he's been directing it all from the beginning. And you, yeah. you know that there's, first of all, no question that he exists, but also no question that he wants to be a part of everything that we do, not just when we come to him for a problem or not just when we come to him with, hey, what do you think about my current situation is now I want to be in every aspect of your situation. And I don't want to help walk alongside you through every situation, not just, I mean, yes, you can come to him when you've got a problem. He's always going to be there, but it's so much better to walk with him and go on a journey with him every single day in every aspect of your life. You know, and if you're doing that in, in your faith life, why wouldn't you want to do that in your business? Yeah. You know, so I just, that's right. It's so much more That's exciting. Right. You know, there's never a dull moment because you don't know what what it's going to look like. But um, you know, so I was <laughs> yes. I know me personally, I was a control freak. And based on your testimony, we share that in common as well. Uh so Yeah. Yes. Redeemed control so, freak. <laughs> um for me, I had to be humbled. Uh ultimately, you know, I started my business five years ago and I had made the statement, hey, my income's always going to be going up to my wife. And it was like, oh, uh, really? Are, are you in control of that or am I in control of that? God just, he, he laughed. And so yes. the first year I started my business, I lost 40% of my income. I didn't become bad at what I did. It was God had to humble me and bring me to a place of trust where I had to realize that he was in charge of everything. And I'm just along for the ride. I, I've got to walk out and do the things that he calls me to do. But you know, he ultimately controls the things that that I thought that that I was in charge of. And so now I wouldn't change yeah. any of it because five years later, I wouldn't be the person that I am today had I not walked through that. But but for you, you had to give up that control as well. And and tell us about that. I mean, that was that was huge for me to to have to let go of the reins. But the key, this was a key for me. Um, I had this encounter with God um, about, this is a month and a half before Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started. So this is after I had met her, after we had been writing this book, after you'd been sitting at Jesus's feet saying, what's a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? What is your heart? What are we doing here? You know, after all of those things, but right before we started. And I was at this uh, women's conference and the pastor was talking about how God gives us eyes to see things the way he sees them and gives us ears to hear. And, and at that time, 
I really felt like there was a whole lot more to God than I hadn't been experiencing. You know, I had done these things out of, I'd, I'd been obedient to leave and all of those things, but I just didn't feel like I had the kind of relationship with him. I just felt like I was doing right. it because I was scared. Like, you know, I was right. doing it out of reverential, you know, a reverential fear of the Lord. But in that moment, in that conference, when she's, she's asking us to, uh, to sit down and she was going to pray over us, she prayed and she asked God to show us something and ask God to speak something to our hearts. And she's asking the women to stand up. Like, if you heard anything, if you saw anything, stand up. And so these women are standing, but I'm still sitting here like, cause God hadn't shown me or I hadn't heard anything. And so when she's done praying and she was sharing her closing words, we're all standing up. She, she's just in the midst of sharing her closing words. And I fell down on the ground mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Nobody laid hands on me. No one was even talking to me or touching me. And I fall on the ground, my nose, it was like a total face plant nose to shoe. Cause I landed on my girlfriend's shoe that came to the conference with me. And as I was trying to move to get off the floor, I couldn't move. I couldn't move a lick <laughs> as much as I tried. And so I'm asking the Lord to like, get me up off the floor. Cause I knew this was God and I couldn't move. So I finally was like, God, like what, what is it? And as soon as I said that I had this open vision uh, for the first time ever, it was like, I was on a playground as a child and we were playing the trust fall game where you trust that you fall backwards and you trust the person behind you is going to catch you when you fall. And I went backwards but I put my arm, like I put my arm back to brace myself for a fall at the last second. And I heard a voice say to me, that's what you do to me. And I knew that was the Lord. And I was just kind of sitting there kind of stunned. And, and then I heard, it was just a gentle voice. Uh, do you know why you do that? And I was like, no, you know, I, I don't. And he's like, because you have absolutely no idea how much I love you. And so then I was able to get up off the floor and it was like for the next, the next day, for the next couple of weeks, God was just overwhelming me with encounters of his love and focusing me in on who I am as his daughter. And that just did something for me because once I had a revelation of a deeper revelation of love, I could have trust. So, and now, and now I'm not operating out of a, oh, I'm just doing it because I'm scared. If I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Now it's like, wow, he loves me so much. He knows my end from the beginning. He has my best in mind. I can trust him. And so even though these things don't make sense to me, and I see that there's this adventure that's ahead of me that I just don't know anything about, and I don't know what this is going to look like. I know he's got me and I know that I can trust him no matter what. And it was that it was that moment or those moments really, because it was over a couple of weeks of just getting greater revelation in my heart, not in my head. I had head knowledge of his love, but I had a heart revelation of his love. It changed everything for me because at that point, that's when real trust showed up. And that was right before Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur started. And thank God, because <laughs> honestly, I couldn't have walked these past seven years or that first year, which was crazy. The second year, I could not have walked that out without trust in God. When my co-founder got her well done a year and a half in, you know, it said, oh, well done. You know, mm -hmm. you're, I have another assignment for you. And now it's just me. I, I couldn't have done, I could not have kept going if I didn't have trust in God, right? And so that was so fundamentally important yeah. for me to have a healthier identity of who I was. That's so good. And, you know, I, I think that that's probably the biggest difference between, you know, where we're walking on a daily basis and, you know, the Christians who have been in church for their whole lives is, is going from the head to the heart. And when you fully connect with 
how loved we are and and who we are based on who he says yes. we are, not what we do or uh, what we have or uh, you know what what the world says. It's it's all based on that son and daughter relationship. When we rest in that, when we truly know that our identity is rooted in that, the freedom that takes place and the things that we're able to walk out. I mean, it is so freeing. And, you know, I want, and I know you want, uh, for the people that are out there yes. to be able to experience the same things that we've been able to experience, because I know who I was before. And I know I was walking around with a, a lack of fulfillment, but now with purpose, you have, right. it, it's so much more fulfilling. It's so much more exciting. It's, uh, it, again, it's so much more adventurous. And so what does kingdom driven entrepreneur look like? What all does it offer? I know that books are involved and uh, I've got doing business God's way. And that is on my list. The next book I read, as soon as I finish the one that I'm reading right now, your book is up next. So I'm excited to dig into it. Uh, but it started with a book and uh, so what books are available and what else do you guys offer to help people um, either start their fire or or pour gas on it? <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. So everything that we do is around inspiring, teaching and mentoring entrepreneurs to really be doing business, you know, led by God, led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And so we have we do that in a number of ways. So from an inspire side, that's mostly in our media through our podcast. We also have done some short films, you know, really sharing these testimonies of what it actually looks like and what it can look like to do business with him and the fruit of that. Then on the teaching side, we do that through we have courses. Um, we have something called Firestarter School. We have a Grace Over Grind course. We have courses that teach just here are some foundational things. Uh, some of it is mindset, kingdom mindset shifts. Some of it is heart posture shifts. And some of it is just some of the tactical things of walking this thing out in partnership with God. We do that through teaching in our courses. And then we also have a mentoring program. It's called Igniter's Mentoring. And once people go into Igniter's, it kind of opens up a whole other world of other things that we've got going on. But our focus is on inspiring, teaching, and mentoring. And we just last year started doing live events as well. So that's been fun. But that's that's been our focus and my favorite part of everything we do. And yes, of course, we've got books as well. Um, we've got several books out. But my favorite part about what we do is in Igniters because when somebody says, hey, I, I like what I'm hearing. I like this idea, but I want to have, I want to have community around me and I want to have mentorship so I can continue to grow and thrive in this. So it's like taking it a step further. So that's what I love so much about the mentoring because that's what we see so many um, you know powerful transformations that take place through it. But that's what we've been up to. It's kind of it's but it started off with a book. It started off with a book, then a second book, then awesome. a third book, then finally a course and it just kind of has grown. Yeah, that is uh that's fantastic and so to check this out, you can go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com and find out more about Shay and all that she's doing, but you know, so if somebody's out there, they're listening and, you know, they're thinking, you know, these two crazy people, they sound really fun and, and exciting. Uh, like, I want to live my life like this, uh, but I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to step out like that. This sounds fun for them, but but I don't know that it would be fun for me. 
and, and it sounds very risky. Uh, I would have to give up something in order to pursue what God has called me to do. What would you say to that person? A few things. One is it's true that there are things that you give up in order to pursue what God has on, on his heart for you. But what you're giving up is, I mean, what you're gaining is so much greater than what you're giving up. When I focus in on intimacy with God and allowing that time with him and allowing that walk with him to align my heart's desires and his heart's desires, what I, what I found out and the process is that his dream for me, his heart for me, it was way better than what I had planned for myself. Like mm -hmm. it was way better. And there was things, there's even things that I'm doing now that I never even thought that I would like to do. If you had asked me 10 years ago, I would have said, eh, yeah, I don't really see that. And eh, I'm not really interested in that. But yet in the midst of doing it with him, I realized that it was like a love was cultivated for it because mm -hmm. I'm doing it with him, right? And it's aligned with him. It's like he has implanted his desires and my desires. And then as we grew in relationship, then my desires, his desires, they became one. And that is the most beautiful adventure ever. So is it risky from that perspective? Yes. It's also risky from the perspective that as soon as we say we're going to do something with God, it means we have to incline our ear to hear him. Yes. And so the risk is that, which we put way too much burden on ourselves for, is that, oh my gosh, what if I don't hear exactly correctly? And this is when this is one of the biggest things that I deal with, with kingdom entrepreneurs. Right. Okay. I want to make this shift, but what right. if I, I'm not sure that I hear him. Um, and what if I hear correct and correctly? Well, you know what? Let me help you. You will. Mm -hmm. You will hear incorrectly. So what? Right. It's that's part of the process. He's also the best course corrector ever. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where it's as opposed to looking too far ahead, you walk and you allow him to illuminate steps as you move. And if you stay close to him, as opposed to doing what I used to do, which is, you know, when I first started this whole thing with God, it was like, oh, he gave me, a, I feel like he gave me a blueprint. Now I'm going to run and go off to the races. No, 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 no. I need to stay with him. I can't act like he gave me something and now I know what I'm doing. No, mm -hmm. I want to stay with him the entire way. And when I do that, that means that course correction comes. There's been many times that I've made decisions in Kingdom Driven LLC, which is a, the company for it. There's been many times where I feel like the decision I made wasn't really God's best in the, it was, it was the best that I knew to do in the moment, but maybe six months later or seven months later, I'd realize, ah, I see where that wasn't quite it. Let me, let me shift this. Let me shift that. Let's course correct here and allow him to guide. But the thing is, even in the six months of what others would say was a failure or a mistake, I'm like, no, I found gold in that six months. Yeah, It may not have landed in what I thought it was going to, and I might've had to shift, but I can look back at that six months and I That's can right. find some gold in that experience yeah. somewhere. Yeah, And so there's always redemption and restoration in God. There's never anything wasted in the kingdom ever. That's right. And so if you just walk that out with him, yes, you're going to get it wrong sometimes. But I mean, the 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 the, uh, the idea of doing this thing in our own strength, or even worse, just saying, "Hey, well, I'm just going to go, you know, pick up on, you know, expert guru such and such's blueprint and just do exactly the same thing they did and be completely out of alignment with what God's heart is for you because you've decided to lean in on somebody else's expertise because you are inclined towards their success." I mean, that's all just so good, and it really is important to, you know, when He gives you the the idea you take one step at a time and you're constantly seeking his voice on all of it because you can 
get bombarded with opportunities. When you start to pursue him, oh, I've got all these opportunities and, and opportunities, every opportunity that you get does not come from God. And there can be good opportunities and then there can be God opportunities. And the good opportunities can distract you and take you away from your purpose, whereas the God opportunities are going to be exponentially better. And, you know, with that, the the enemy is subtle in how he just sets his traps and he could have something that's just one degree off of what God wants for your life. And you could take that path and you could end up in Milwaukee instead of Chicago because you're flying a plane and you just had your compass off that much. But if you're walking with him on a daily basis, then he's going to correct you a lot more gentle than if you are running on your own. And then you just come back to him six months down the road or a year down the road. And you're like, why did this not work out, God? Well, because you got away from me. You know, if you would have been staying there with me the whole time, you would have been, you know, experiencing, hey, maybe this isn't the best decision. Let's pivot early yeah. versus uh, I got in way too deep and now I don't really know what I'm doing or how to get out. And it's a lot more destructive. But if we continue to walk and step with him, constantly seeking his voice every single day and throughout the day, then it's it's so much more rewarding. And yeah, we're, we're going to make mistakes. I know that I've made mistakes. Um, now, what it causes me to do when I do make a mistake is I've got to constantly try to listen even Absolutely. better and even harder. And uh, and, and constantly make sure that, that I'm hearing his voice and not the voice of the enemy. Because again, um, you know, they're both speaking constantly and what we allow in our minds is extremely important that can, can alter, uh, what those sounds are, are sounding like, uh, distortion and distraction really drown out the voice of God. And I think that, um, we've got to seek him constantly. I think the other thing that's important, Matt, is that, you know, the idea that right, it's like we have right. to let go of this idea that even when we are following God, we heard his voice well, that everything's going to play out the way we think it's going to play out. It's almost like we have to release expectation for a particular way of doing it. Because I've seen many, many, I've done this myself and I've watched many, many other people do it where it's something where it's like, no, you were on, you were on the right path. You were. It's just that you had an expectation for a different result. Mm -hmm. God was looking to do something else out of it, but you're expecting something else. But what will happen is because it's not the thing that you expect, then you'd shrink back thinking, oh, I just didn't hear. And then you go into self-condemnation and all this craziness when really it was like, no, no, no. I needed you to see this because this is very important for something coming up. Like he knows the preparation and I'm not talking about him bringing destruction. I'm not talking about those kinds of things, but I'm simply talking about, I'll give you an example. I've had a situation from a, um, a staffing perspective, right? Where I was like, no, I really, I, I still stand by. I believe that, that I made the right decision from a staffing decision. Right. Mm -hmm. And then ultimately when things didn't work out the way I thought, I could have been like, oh, you know, I didn't hear God on that, got that wrong or whatever. Mm -hmm. But really what he was showing me was like, no, 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 you did get that right. And then let me talk to you about what was really important out of this experience that you just had. And let me talk to you about why this is important for the future. And now let me tell you what things I need you to get in place. And now you'll understand why you need to get these particular things in place, mm -hmm. because that's going to make sure that 
that type of thing never happens again. And it's, and it would be a way costlier later. Yes, that is, that's a good word right there. Yeah. The, the fruit that you may see may not be the fruit that you thought it was going to be. And the, uh, it may be uh, a cantaloupe and you thought it was going to be a strawberry. Yeah. But it could still be fruit that, that he can use. And, you know, maybe you're just not as fond of cantaloupes as you are of the strawberries, but, but he wants to do something in you and through you. If he's taking you down the path, uh, you know, I, I know, again, when I started my business, I'm like, oh, this is what it's going to look like. And, uh, and I had all these ideas and, and it's looked completely different, similar, but completely different at the same time. And it's so much better than what I originally intended. I never thought that I would be a radical follower of Jesus in my day-to-day business. And people are being prayed for, they're being prophesied over, they're being uh, just really witnessed to in a, a completely different setting than they're ever used to. And, you know, I, I had a client, I guess it was last week, you know, uh, market's going crazy and he's, he's like, I, I've never had uh, a financial advisor pray for me, but the guy was panicked and he needed peace more than he needed advice. He needed that God's peace versus any type of uh, decision-making advice at that point. And, you know, now he's been doing this for a long time and, you know, we've only been working together for a couple of years, but um, we have the opportunity in the business realm to connect with people in a different way than they do on Sundays. We have a an opportunity to meet people right where they are when they come into our place of business and speak life into them that they may not ever hear because some of them never step foot in a church. And so when we realize the, the stewardship and the opportunity that we have on a daily basis with every single person we interact with is so much greater than if we were behind the pulpit. And, you know, no, Again, like was said at Heaven and Business, uh, God needs pastors in pulpits, but he also needs ministers in the marketplace. And there is a dramatic need for people to walk out their faith daily, wherever they are. And so I'm so thankful that, that you're doing what you're doing. And so if, if somebody wants to learn more about you, tell them all the ways that they can learn more and, and how they can. Uh, find out more about Shea Bynes. Sure. The best place to go is kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com because it connects you to everything. And as far as social media is concerned, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube. Excellent. Well, Shea, this has been incredible. I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And I know that the listeners are going to love it as well. And uh, so we hope that you enjoyed it. And if you'll check us out on Facebook, Living Life on Purpose, and then also on Instagram, Living Life on Purpose Always. Uh, We'll have another episode coming up soon, and we will catch you then. Have a great day.